All right, wall fans, common censors, podcast consumers, social media world, however it is you are consuming this, welcome to Go Tell Us the Wall podcast. This is episode 66, and I am your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke, and we got a ton of great stuff tonight. We're going to get into it. I'm going to warn everyone. I, I was sick last week. That's why we missed an episode. And you can probably hear it a little bit in my voice. I'm getting over it. I'm a little better, but I'm not 100% just yet. I'm getting there. Uh, so it, this we'll, we'll see how this goes. We're, we're going to get into it. I do have some fun stuff, uh, but <laughs> we'll see how long I last as, as far as that goes. And also, on another note, we're starting a little bit late tonight. Uh, for those of you that only listen to the audio when it's posted, this means nothing. Nothing to you, uh, but for those of you on the live feed, or even if you do both, we did start a little late tonight. I actually had two different beers explode in the studio tonight. That's right, I was enjoying my kind of pre-episode beer, and had it sitting on the studio desk here, and it decided to go flying, flying, go falling over and just explode everywhere. And then when I went to replace that particular beer, I took a sip of it. Set it down, and then that one decided to explode. It's pretty much the universe working against me. Uh, however, after I cursed God and the universe and everything else a little bit, uh, sure enough, I opened another beer, and it seemed to be just fine. So I think that's what it came down to. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get into it with the opening. Of course, social plugs. If you want to follow Go Tell to the Wall podcast between episodes, you can do so. Uh, you can do so on Twitter, at TellTheWallPod. Or at Magic Muppet, at Tell the Wall Pod, or at Magic Muppet. Just follow both of them. You're going to get a little doubling up there at times uh, because Ma at Magic Muppet is my personal one. And obviously, at Tell the Wall Pod is our official uh, Go Tell to the Wall Twitter account. Uh, of course, you can still follow us on Facebook. We're using it a little bit here and there. We are live on Facebook tonight simply because I couldn't get it together to uh, have the YouTube live stuff ready. Uh, so check us out there, facebook.com slash go tell to the wall. And as I just mentioned, we do have a YouTube channel. Head on over to YouTube, search Go Tell to the Wall, hit that subscribe button, check out all those awesome videos. We got lots of great content up there, lots of beer reviews, uh, clips from the show, and also some, some rants. We always got to have some rants, and there's new content going up there very, very, very shortly, as soon as I can finish getting through all of it and actually get it posted. Uh, it, it's tough when you, when you have a toddler at home and you're trying to do all these things in between. Uh, most importantly... And inclusive of all those things I just mentioned would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right, SeanO'RourkeLive.com will take you to all those things I just mentioned, as well as our Patreon page, which I'm going to mention, get into a little bit more in just a minute, uh, and our Indiegogo campaign that is still running. So check us out there. Bookmark it, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. There's also some other content up there that you're not going to get anywhere else. You're only going to get it on SeanO'RourkeLive.com. So head on over there. Bookmark it. Check it out. Come back often. Tell me how terrible the website is. Tell me how great it is. I really don't care. All the things. You can even directly send me a message. Uh, now I'm saying that to all of our Russia listeners, and I will probably start getting more hate mail through there because that's been pretty minimal lately. But you can actually, uh, you know, send me messages and tell me how great, how bad things are. I All of it's good. There is no such thing as bad publicity. <laughs> to an extent. We have learned there is bad publicity, and we're going to get into a little bit of that this evening as well. Uh, a couple more things to mention. Indiegogo perks. For those of you out there that have supported the Indiegogo campaign thus far, uh, we're working through all those perks right now. I'm trying to get everything out there. Uh, some people have gotten their stickers already, but we do have some other perks that are going to be going out, going up. In fact, in this lovely space on the wall here behind me in the studio is where we're going to have the names of all our larger uh, supporters through the Indiegogo. That was one of the perks that you were able to obtain. And you can still obtain it, even though the, the campaign ended. It's it's kind of evergreen at this point. We're leaving the campaign up, uh, even though we hit our goal a little while ago. And we ha have had a couple donations since then, interestingly. So we're going to keep that going if you want to support us financially, support the studio. Most of, that, most of those funds are going directly into like the studio and anything new that's coming into here. We've already gotten another microphone. Uh, we have some other new stuff that's coming in. I've got a bunch of gear like sitting behind me. We're getting into all of it. Uh, and we have, uh, uh, thank you, Bridget. Bridget, for those of you on the live feed, just shared the Indiegogo link. It's right there, right in front of you. Uh, so please give us a dollar, give us $25, give us 500 you know, whatever you see fit to help us out, keep the podcast going. 
On that same note, uh, <clears throat> we do have a Patreon page. Patreon, if you're not familiar with Patreon, I've talked about it many times. That is another way to financially support the show. That is just, it's constantly running. There are also perks up there. But I bring that up because we are adding some new perks. We're going to update some stuff. So you're going to be able to get some cool stuff through Patreon if you do become a supporter uh, through Patreon. And for those of you out there, because we do have quite a few uh, patrons already, for those of you that are already patrons, you're going to obviously just be grandfathered into all of those perks, uh, especially if you're a continued patron of the show. So keep that in mind as well. Uh, And please, please, please support the Patreon page. You're going to find the link right there on SeanRourkeLive.com. Really, I think you find it like everywhere. It's on YouTube. It's on it's it's everywhere. You're just able to put links on like everything. Eventually, I'm just going to put a link across my forehead and then we'll figure out how to have it like actually link to things through the live feed and through the videos, right? Bridget, let's work on that. Bridget, our on-air producer, uh, has joined the live feed as well as Chris. Uh, I think I saw Chris on there as well, who is one of our producers and our facts and information person. Uh, beer this week. Oh, beer this week. I mentioned we had a couple of them explode, uh, but... This one has survived, and I'm happy about that because I'm, I'm working through our my beer subscription stuff here. So that whenever I get a box of, of the beer subscription, we tend to have these like really hard to find, really hard to find depending where you are. Uh, so for this one in particular, if you if you live in Chicago, it's probably not that hard to find it. So let me tell you a little bit about that beer. We have uh, a Bloodshot Records Red Ale. Bloodshot Records Red Ale, and this is from Argus Brewing. Argus Brewing right in downtown Chicago. They're right there in downtown Chicago, and it's called Bloodshot Records Red Ale. They did this in conjunction uh, with a well-known record company there in Chicago called Bloodshot Records. And in fact, if you find a way to pick up one of these beers, you can actually... I'm, I'm not, I don't want to give this out because it's not an individual code, but you can actually download drinking shongs, drinking shongs, drinking songs from Bloodshot Records. That's a nice little perk to it. Uh, so check them out. Argus Brewing out of Chicago. I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's a red ale. Chris, you would definitely enjoy this, this one. It's not super hoppy like a lot of the beers that we do have on here. We're actually getting quite a few people on the live feed tonight. That should be fun. Hopefully we can keep those people watching, uh, even despite the fact that I'm still getting over a nice little cold here. Oh, man. I want to mention one more thing before we get into it, and I forgot to put in a music section, but I found something, uh, I want to say like a week ago, but I'm off because we missed an episode last week, so it it was in the past two weeks. New little band that I am ridiculously enjoying, and I encourage all of you, all of you, all of you out there, I don't care what kind of music you're a fan of, check them out. They're called the Interrupters. They're a nice little band out of Los Angeles, California. That's right, right here out of Los Angeles, California. They've actually been around since like 2014. I've already chided a couple of my friends that knew about them and didn't fill me in on this like a couple years ago uh, because they are basically one of the best punk bands out right now. They have a female lead singer, fantastic music, fantastic vocals. Uh, And the, the funny thing is, I'll tell everyone right now, when I first heard this, like heard them in the past couple weeks, I'm, I'm watching one of the videos uh, on social media, one of the social media platforms, and I went, oh my gosh, this is, this is great. It's like rancid with, uh, yeah, Bridget, we're going to go to a music festival in October. I don't know if I talked to you about that. Uh, Bridget's giving input here. And do I have to give you a hard time for not telling me about them like two years ago? Anyway, I'm sitting there. I'm like, they sound just like rancid with a female singer. And I meant that in a good way, saying that to myself. And sure enough, I do a little bit of research, and they are on Hellcat Records. If you're not familiar with Hellcat Records, this this is uh, Hellcat Records is Tim Armstrong's record label. Tim Armstrong is the lead singer of Rancid. Uh, so basically, they have a really big Rancid influence. And in fact, they have a couple tracks with Rancid on the tracks, and they have a couple tracks with uh, with Tim Armstrong on the tracks, and even with I'm blanking on his name. He's it's just it's the other guy with the real raspy voice that's in Rancid, and also does the things I've been pull. I usually pull his name right out of my head, but you know the the beer and the craziness today tonight is is probably uh, probably messing with that a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely back, Bridget. I am so happy to see this band, Interrupters. Uh, they were actually on Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel Live, and they're, they're getting some clout here. Uh, they're playing a couple festivals. They're playing a festival in September in San Diego. And they're playing a festival in October in Huntington Beach. I'm hoping to, I'm not hoping, I'm going to be at the one in Huntington Beach. I'm hoping to also be at the one in San Diego because, uh, of course, they're also playing with Rancid. I've got my Rancid shirt on tonight. It's just happy coincidence. It's not a happy coincidence. I put this shirt on on purpose because I knew I was talking about the interrupters tonight. And uh, it's never a bad night to wear 
wear the nice rancid shirt. So, ah, uh, let's move along here. I just, I just check out the interrupters. I can't recommend them enough. I cannot recommend them enough. They have three albums out. Get them all. Download them. Put them on Spotify. Do whatever it is you do to consume music. Do those things. If you're doing it on Spotify, make sure you're also subscribed to Go Tell It's the Wall podcast because we are on Spotify. Unlike some other people that have been kicked off of Spotify recently. Apparently, it's hard to get on Spotify. This was this was news to me because I did like I we didn't even submit anything for the show. Just one day, someone was like, "Dude, you're on Spotify." I was like, "Okay, I guess we're on Spotify now," uh, and, and that's a very good thing. But apparently, it's hard to be on Spotify, and certain people are getting kicked off, which we're gonna get into a little bit in multiple sections because I've been sitting on this for quite a few days, and we're gonna rant a little bit. All right, let's get into some social media trends. Ah, oh, social media trends. I'm a little bit late to the game with this one, simply because we didn't have an episode last week, but I did need to bring it up. Trending hashtag, not so much trending right now, it was trending last week. That would be hashtag grocery ID. Hashtag grocery ID, if you're not familiar with this one. The Orange Menace, ah, he, I don't, you know, I don't want to get into the details on it, but he was at a rally, and he's usually, you know, blowing smoke out of his ass, and he said something about, well, you need an ID to buy groceries. You don't need an ID to buy groceries. Orange Menace, I'm sure you've never bought groceries in your entire life. However, I do want to bring something up. And it was funny because people were having fun with it. And I was enjoying it. But this is, we've talked about this before on the podcast. I've talked about this multiple times. And I talked to, to friends and whoever I run into about this. And it, it's funny. He screwed up. But the thing is, of all the things the Orange Menace is doing right now, really is him misspeaking at a rally like is that the thing that we need to harp on and go crazy on? yes it's funny have fun with it for like two minutes but then let's focus on the important things you know he's doing things that aren't just a slip of a tongue aren't just his well meh they could be his ignorance but they're doing much worse things for us for you for anyone out there especially if you don't happen to be a, a white male like myself I mean I'm getting hit with a lot of things that he does and I can't imagine being a minority right now uh, it, with anything he does. So let's focus on those things. As funny as it is, we'll get over the grocery ID thing. Let's focus on the other things that he's doing or the other things we know he did, like colluding with Russia. Well, here come the comrades. Here come the comrades. Uh, <laughs> Hen is, is, is filling me in on some, some beer knowledge there. If it's good, then I'm down with that. Uh, some cheap beer that she was able to find. So let, let's just, let you know, have fun with it for two minutes and then move on and focus on the more important things that he's doing, not doing, whatever it might be. That's really just slip of the tongue ignorance. You know, let's focus on the bigotry and the other things that really affect people much worse than, oh, you need an ID to buy groceries. Hmm. Hmm. All right. We got some more social media news, Twitter and Facebook. That's right. Twitter and Facebook. Facebook has been in all like all just constantly in the news. I feel like we're talking about Facebook every week. We are still on Facebook Live this week simply because I didn't have the time to get uh, YouTube Live all set up. And I was kind of feeling good about Facebook for reasons that we're going to get into in a little while. But then stuff like this comes down and I'm not real excited about Facebook. And that would be so let me unpack this a little bit. If, if you're a Twitter user and a Facebook user, you're probably aware of the fact that you could connect your Twitter to Facebook. So every time you tweeted, retweeted, it then showed up on Facebook. Uh, I got a shout out to Hen right now uh, because Hen, it's, it's funny you happen to be on the live feed. I actually was made aware of this because of you. I was actually trying to troubleshoot this yesterday and no one, they weren't, no one was make, like posting that anything was actually happening because uh, stuff, tweets weren't going to Facebook. Well, what happened was Facebook cut off that access. They completely cut it off. Like no more Twitter on Facebook. In fact, they cut off a bunch of apps. It's because of the whole controversy they're embroiled in and everything else. Uh, but of course, they cut off Twitter. They, they're cutting off these other apps that were stealing information and everything. And it's like, really? You got to cut off Twitter too? So we'll see if it comes back. But as of right now, as of tonight, today, I think even yesterday, uh, you, you, can't, uh, you, you can't actually tweet and then have it go on Facebook, which is very frustrating to me just because like, I, I don't tend to post to Facebook directly. I tend to tweet. And then it goes on to Facebook, unless it's pertaining directly to the show, like episodes and that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't tend to, to actually, I don't like to spend a lot of time on Facebook, like putting content out there. It's easier just to do it on Twitter. Uh, so we'll see. Hopefully that's going to come back to normal. But if, if you're having trouble with it, that would be the exact reason. Oh, another little hashtag that's, 
This is a hashtag that's trending right now, but it's kind of always trending. And really, this is only for beer fans out there, so I'm not going to get into it a lot. But hashtag beer biz, B-I-Z as in zebra, hashtag beer biz. It's just it's a fun one to follow because people that are talking about beer, especially craft brews and craft breweries and everything else, are hashtagging things with hashtag beer biz. So check them out if you're a beer drinker. It's something to follow. If you, Bridget, this is not one for you to follow. If you don't like beer at all, don't follow it. <laughs> you know, if you're not interested. But if you're a beer drinker or just genu- genuinely interested in kind of the ins and outs and what's going on, that's a fun hashtag to to follow as well. Uh, another thing that's trending on Twitter, on really all the social platforms right now, it's probably trending on YouTube. I wasn't on YouTube much today, but I'm sure it is. It's trending everywhere. It's in the news. It's everywhere. It's all over Twitter. It's not even a hashtag. It's just trending. And that would be the Space Force. That's right. That's how we're going to say it on the podcast from now on. Space Force. It's the only way we refer to it. And I would encourage all of you to refer to it the same way. Space Force. If you're not familiar with this one, the Orange Menace has decided that we need another branch of the military called the Space Force. We're going to defend space. I don't even understand what that means, but we're going to defend space. We're going to send military people up there. I feel like I'm living in Independence Day right now. You know? Like, we're going to go we're going out there infecting alien ships with viruses. Deep cut for those of you that were watching movies in the 90s. So, I it, this is trending, of course. And I would encourage you to look this one up because people are just having fun with it. Uh, one, of the fun one, <laughs> one of the fun things is, apparently, the White House... I don't know if they tweeted it, whatever it was. They shared a bunch of options for logos for the Space Force, and they wanted people to vote on it. Which one of these is going to be best for the Space Force? This is something, that, like, we've known this was coming, but it was officially announced today that they want to launch the Space Force by 2020. So we're going to have a Space Force, apparently by 2020, and they're crowdsourcing the ideas for logos, and then, of course, oh, social media had a ball with this and started creating their own logos. In fact, one that I'm looking at right now on my monitor is Space Force. We're going to kill the sun. What's crazy is I it, I wouldn't be surprised if the Orange Menace was sitting in the in the in the Oval Office and going, "We got to do something about that sun. It's real, it's real hot right now. We got to do something about that sun." Yeah, that guy's the biggest moron on the face of the earth, and so is his vice president, and so is everyone attached to his administration. Because Space Force, we don't need it, dude. We don't need it. Like, come on, we don't need to militarize space. Have you not seen any science fiction movie in your entire life because it never ends well when you do such things? Oh, let's move on from that. But check out Space Force. Check out Space Force and the awesome logos that are coming out uh, on the social media uh, platforms. Now, I'm joking. The ridiculous thing here that I do want to bring up is we're about to supposedly want to spend most likely billions of dollars on the Space Force. But we can't spend any money on universal health care. We can't spend any money on minimum wage raises. Like, you know, it's just, it's crazy to me that somehow this administration and somehow these rich white assholes that sit in Washington, D.C., they can't find money for things that are really important to the entirety of the country, but they can find money for a space force. Give me a break. Give me a break. Oh, man. Let's move on to some happier hashtags, huh? That one's funny, though. I mean, look at the logos. Just, just have to point out the reality of we can't feed kids, you know. We can't, we can't keep our citizens healthy, but we're going to send a bunch of assholes up to space to defend space with the Space Force. Yeah. Uh, all right, one of the hashtags, check this one out. <laughs> you can see I'm laughing out loud because I'm looking at this one again. And these are the ones I love, these hashtags, where people have fun with it, and it's fun, and it's comedy. And that this one, this particular one would be hashtag make a rock song happy. That's right. So you're going to take a rock song title and you're going to make it happy. Now, there are happy rock songs out there. So this one's not really hitting all of the parameters when it comes to ridiculousness. But people did have fun with it. And one of the ones that I thoroughly enjoyed and laughed out loud earlier when I found it was highway to Hello Kitty. Hashtag make a rock song happy. That would be the... Uh, ACDC song Highway to Hell and there's plenty of other ones too check that one out hashtag make a rock song happy and obviously if the rock song's already happy don't try making it happier because that's just a waste of time 
Oh, this one I've been extremely excited about. I have. I have been sitting on this hashtag since last night. And actually, we're going to get into more of it in just a moment. But I want you to follow this hashtag, especially over the next few weeks, month or so. And that would be hashtag happy time murders. Just follow it. Follow it. It's brilliant marketing. There's some brilliant marketing come out, coming out of this. We've talked about the happy time murders, uh, the movie that's coming out August 24th. I've talked about it on this podcast a couple times, I think, at least once. And this is Raunchy, Raunchy Muppets, uh, movie produced and directed by Brian Henson. Uh, one of the stars in it is Melissa McCarthy, as well as really all of the puppeteers from Puppet Up. It's funny, I was at Puppet Up a couple weeks ago, as I mentioned on the last episode of the podcast. I was at Puppet Up, and they updated all of the puppeteers' bios, and like all of them was like, Happy Time Murders, Happy Time Murders, Happy Time Murders. And I'll get into a little bit more of what's exciting about that. Actually, really, right now. But just follow the hashtag, hashtag Happy Time Murders. You will actually, if you go and look at it right now, right now you will see a couple, you will see a tweet and a Facebook post from me personally talking about what I'm going to talk about right now. Uh, so some TV, film, and books. Happy Time Murders coming out August 24th. Uh, they have a ridiculous, ridiculous activation happening in Hollywood starting this weekend. Now, I have been told the tickets are sold out. I'm not positive on that. I've also heard rumors about them adding dates. Nobody quote me on any of that. However, if you have the means to get to Hollywood, get a ticket to the Ink Hole. That's right, the Ink Hole. Oh man, hang on. That's the kind of that's the kind of night I'm having. Uh, is just stuff flying everywhere. I'm going to sh- hold this up. This is a coaster from the Ink Hole. I had the pleasure of going there last night. Fortunately, I know some people who are connected. So I got to go last night for their like dress rehearsal, tech run-through. Uh, actually, saw quite a few. Not quite a few. Saw some stars there. Stars, actors, all kinds of things there. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, and like I said, we're talking raunchy Muppets here raunchy Muppets. I don't want to give away much of it, uh, but the ink hole, if you do go online and look it up, the activation, it's actually a little tattoo parlor and speakeasy, and you're going to run into quite a few Muppets in there. Well, puppets, they're puppets. They're they're raunchy Muppets. They are all Henson Muppets, obviously, so they're Muppets, but you know, you know you're not going to run into Kermit at the ink hole there, uh, so head on down to Hollywood. Check them out. I, I laughed my ass off. I had so much fun uh, just enjoying all of the different aspects of the ink hole. Uh, so check it out. And then if you don't have the means to check it out, you can't get a ticket, make sure you check out The Happy Time Murders on August 24th in theaters. Come, come into theaters August 24th and use that hashtag Happy Time Murders as you're sharing all of your thoughts on the social media and whatnot and just have fun with it. We need some fun. We need some goddamn fun with everything that's happening in the world right now, and we're going to have some fun with Happy Time Murders. I will. This will be only the second movie I see in the theater uh, since the birth of my daughter, and my daughter's not even two. Not even two. Deadpool 2, and then this one will be the second movie that I will see uh, since the birth of my daughter. Uh, a little more TV, film, and books news, really film news. The, the Academy today. The Academy. If you're not familiar with The Academy... That's the people that put on the Oscars. They announced today a new Oscar category. That's right, a brand new Oscar category. That's so awesome. What are they going to do? Yeah, this new Oscar category is actually popular film. The popular film category. That's right. So for those of you that are tired of seeing all these artsy films win and stuff and, you know, write a script, whatever it is. I'm not an Oscars fan myself. I lost interest in it many years ago. And then when they gave one to Kobe Bryant last year, it's just like, oh, I'm never watching this again. But there is a new category, and I have to bring it up, popular film. And the way I look at this, it's basically an Academy Award for Marvel and Star Wars movies. So essentially what we're looking at here, ladies and gentlemen, is an award, an Academy Award for Star Wars movies and Marvel movies. You know next year things probably going to Black Panther or one of the big movies that came out. You know, it's going to be one of the Marvel movies or Star Wars. I'm trying to think of the other. Uh, oh, yeah, Avengers, Infinity War, one of those. It's going to go to one of those. Uh, and, and I see why they're doing this. 
but of course, a lot of people are like, yeah, you know, because everyone's tired of these artsy movies and no one even sees the, the Academy Award winners and everything else. And it's like, okay, I, I get it. I'm not an Oscars fan myself. I stop watching. I just don't do it. But I would like to remind everyone out there, everyone listening, everyone watching, anyone that's going to get any kind of information from this podcast, that Eminem has an Academy Award. Eminem has an Academy Award uh, for an original song for Eight Mile, which was a horrible, horrible two-hour-long MTV music video. Uh, so keep that in mind. Like, it's not, you know, it's it's not like it's all artsy stuff and things you don't know. Eminem has a freaking Academy Award, and for that matter, so does 3-6 Mafia. Do you even know who 3-6 Mafia is? No, because they fell off the face of the earth after they won a freaking Academy Award. Oh, man, give me a break. Oscars, it's hilarious. Give me a break. Just, ugh, I am just completely over it. I don't have any interest in watching it. I don't. I have no interest in watching the Oscars ever again. Uh, speaking of Marvel, yeah, that's right. Marvel and Disney. And, and actually, we're going to throw Netflix into that for this next one. Uh, we have gotten official word. Marvel and Netflix, we've talked, I've talked about it on the podcast. We know that Disney is going to be launching their own streaming service to compete with Netflix and Hulu and all these other things. And it's going to have all Disney properties and IP and movies and shows. And that's going to be inclusive of ABC and really everything they own. Hopefully they're not going to pull everything off of Hulu because then I just I won't be able to watch anything on ABC again because I'm I'm not subscribing to this whole Disney streaming thing. Uh, but we did kind of officially get word that the last Marvel movie that's going to be on Netflix is Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's the last Marvel movie that's going to hit Netflix. Uh, I imagine that is also inclusive of all Disney movies, but it's definitely the last Marvel movie that's going to hit Netflix uh, after that. All of their, all the Marvel films and all Disney properties are only going to be on uh, Disney's streaming service. So, for those of you that are huge fans, I hope you got deep pockets and you want you can have like eighteen streaming subscriptions. Because personally, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I got Netflix and Hulu. That's enough. I I, I don't watch CBS shows anymore. I, I used to watch a couple CBS. I don't watch a single CBS show anymore. Because they have their own streaming service. They don't put any of it on Hulu or Netflix. And you know what's funny? I don't even notice. I don't even notice. I just don't watch it. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not, I don't feel, I'm like, I'm not like, oh my gosh, I'm missing. No, I'm not. And that's probably what's going to happen when Disney launches their streaming service. And I have plenty of other content to consume. And I'll be perfectly fine. Uh, keep in mind, wall fans, common sense, or social media world podcast consumers. Podcasts are always free. There's always going to be content out there. Always going to be content. So don't be giving a bunch of money to the greedy mouse, uh, who when we'll probably talk about it at a later date, but who are basically trying to extend copyright laws so they can hold on to that stupid mouse and no one else can use it because uh, the mouse is turning 90 years old in November. Sad as it is to say, he's turning 90 years old on November 18th, and I only know this because it happens to be my birthday. And I know that I share a birthday with Mickey Mouse after spending years and years at the Walt Disney Company. Uh, some more news. Some TV news. The Brady Bunch House. Remember we talked about this? Yeah, it was up for sale. Ridiculously overpriced in Studio City for a small house. Smaller than my house, but it happens to be in what you could call a nicer neighborhood, I, I guess. I don't know. I, I like my neighborhood. Um, I, I, you, you, you couldn't say, like, we could pick you up and move you. No, I don't need to go to Studio City. I am perfectly content here. Not to say the Studio City's bad. It's just <laughs> my house is bigger, and uh, I don't think it costs nearly as much. Uh, however, we did get some more news on this. There's a bit, bit of a bidding war. Lance Bass of NSYNC or Backstreet Boys or one of those 90s boy bands. Uh, no offense to you, Lance Bass. I just don't know which, which the hell one you were in. I know you're one of those boy bands. He had tried to buy the house and then was kind of whining about it on social media because he got outbid and was in a bidding war. Well, we come to find out that HGTV actually purchased the house. HGTV. Not familiar with them? Yeah, you don't need to be. <laughs> you don't need to be. Unless you have a ridiculous cable package and you're a horse racing fan, there's probably no reason to be like super into HGTV. Unless now you're a huge Brady Bunch fan because HGTV purchased the house and they have announced they're going to restore it to its 70s greatness. Restore it to its 70s greatness. Well, HGTV, I have a little information for you. Just just a little tidbit. little tidbit. Thank you, Chris. NSYNC. Lance Bass was from NSYNC. No offense to all those boy bands. I just, I, like, I wasn't into them. And not because I'm, like, too masculine to be into them. I just wasn't into the boy bands. Like, I, I don't know. 
Backstreet Boys in sync. I know that Justin Timberlake was in sync. That's about as far as I can go. Uh, outside of that, I, I don't know much about uh, the boy bands. Anyway, so they're going to restore it to its 70s glory. And here's my information for you, HDTV. And really, for any of, the, any of you out there listening that aren't aware of that, of this, the Brady Bunch house in Studio City that was just sold for a ridiculous price, that's the house used for the exteriors in Brady Bunch. That's right. The inside of that house, the inside, has nothing, nothing, zero, absolutely nothing, nada, to do with the Brady Bunch. Nothing. The interiors were shot on a soundstage. Just like every other television show on the face of the earth, shot on a soundstage. So returning it to its 70s glory, that's fine if the house was built in the 70s, but really nobody gives a shit, HGTV. That's not where the Brady Bunch was filmed. They took a picture of the outside of the house and then they used it for the television show. So way to go. Way to go, HGTV. Just being completely clueless. Man, if only you were familiar with the television industry and knew that they didn't actually shoot things in houses like that. Hmm, that'd be amazing. The other thing that got me on this is it's like, why does everything have to be a television show? We have to put everything on television, like... Like, just, it's fine. It's a house. Okay, uh, that was cute. The Brady Bunch house sold. That's fine. It's a house. Let's get over it. We don't need to make a television show about freaking everything. This is how we end up with stuff like the Kardashians. Because we make television shows about anything and everything, including porn stars that get their, their break in porn. Like the Kardashians. Let's do better. Let's do a little better there, ladies and gentlemen. Common sense says we need to do better. Ah, uh, moving along. Oh, man. Oh, man. I need a sip of uh, my Bloodshot Records Red Ale on this one. Chris, you got to try Chris would like this one. Mm. I would save you one, but two of them exploded. That's what <laughs> Three of them, two of them exploded. Otherwise, I would have saved you one, Chris. But Chris, our on-air producer, our on-air uh, stats and information person and producer, uh, is, is not an IPA fan. He's a red fan, and this would be right up his alley. And now I'm just kind of... You know, procrastinating before I get into this one because genuinely, whew, oh. Michael Moore. Michael Moore of Bowling for Columbine fame and Fahrenheit 9-11 fame. Filmmaker Michael Moore, who honestly I'm not a huge fan of. I don't dislike the guy. I'm just not a huge fan of his. I think, uh, I, I don't even have reasoning for that. I'm not a huge fan of his. But he's got a new film coming out. It's actually going to be premiering at one of the film festivals uh, coming up here in September. Chris, if you got that info offhand, don't don't look it up. But whichever festival it's going to be premiering at, beginning of September, new film from Michael Moore called Fahrenheit Eleven Nine. Fahrenheit Eleven Nine, and as you guessed it, this is a new film by Michael Moore regarding the Orange Menace. And I'm not even going to get into this because you know where this one's going, but I will tell you that Michael Moore refers to the Orange Menace as the last president of the United States of America, and that is fucking terrifying. It's terrifying. And the trailer is terrifying. It's all terrifying. But we're going to support him like crazy because hopefully some information is going to come to light because of this film. Hopefully some people are going to get their heads out of their asses and stop supporting the Orange Menace because of this film. So look for that beginning of September. I watched the trailer I, it made me sad, it made me angry, and it made me feel defeated all at the same time. All at the same time. Felt like I was watching an episode of Mr. Robot. <laughs> like, Mr. Robot's supposed to make you feel that way. The, the, the uh, can, thank you. It's going to be at the Cannes Film Festival beginning of September. Thank you, Chris. Uh, just, you know, Mr. Robot's supposed to make, supposed to make you feel that way. The, the atmosphere of, and the stupidity of people in this country shouldn't make, shouldn't make you feel that way. Just shouldn't. And we've always had stupid people in this country. It's just now they're just out in force. Out in force. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so we do have some good news regarding the Orange Menace, actually. This has been flying around the news lately, over the past week or so. And it's funny because a lot of people jumped on this, uh, like, end of last week, I think. Because the West Hollywood Chamber of Commerce voted unanimously about a week ago, less than a week ago, maybe, uh, to petition... The, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce to permanently remove the Orange Menace's star on the Walk of Fame. 
put this in TV, film, and books because the reason he has a star and the only reason he's sitting in the White House is because he is a reality television star. Well, what happened was after they petitioned the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, Hollywood Chamber of Commerce voted this week, I don't know if the vote was unanimous, to actually move forward and permanently remove the star. That's the thing. A lot of people jumped on it when West Hollywood voted to petition the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, and they were like, they're removing the star, they're removing the star. No, 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 no. West Hollywood doesn't control the Walk of Fame. They were simply petitioning and, and recommending to the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce that the star get removed, and now the star is getting permanently removed, partly because of the fact that it's been vandalized multiple, multiple, more than any other star on the Walk of Fame, it has been constantly vandalized, and because of his stance on many, many social issues, including women's rights, uh, uh, same-sex rights, and, and really the rights of everyone <laughs> except white males. And even myself as a white heterosexual male, I still feel offended by everything he does. But apparently there's plenty of people out there that don't feel offended. And that's the people that need to get their head out of their ass. And hopefully they watch Fahrenheit 11.9 and do start, at least start removing the head. Like get your ears, you know, just like partly, part of your head can still be in there, but just start, start using logic, common sense. Uh, but the interesting thing about this is the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce has always had a policy of not removing stars. And if you go back to the early days of Hollywood, there are some stars out there that you can say, yeah, that was not a good person. And even moving forward to today, Bill Cosby does still have a star on the Walk of Fame, uh, along with Kevin Spacey and uh, and Charlie Sheen, among others. Now, I'm not gonna, I, I've never gotten into crazy details on on either of the two of them, but Bill Cosby's kind of like up here, and they're just, I would say, a little bit below that as far as everything's happening. So I think they're gonna get some flack over this simply because they haven't removed these other stars. Uh, but I think they'll be able to also fall back on the fact that the star has been constantly vandalized, just constantly vandalized, and they're having to deal with that all the time. So really, that's what they should fall back on. Uh, but we all know it's just the fact that the Orange Menace really, I, I can't imagine he's really welcomed by many here in Los Angeles, especially in Hollywood. Uh, I know in San Diego, there's a bunch of people that love that asshole. In Orange County, there's a bunch of people, but not a lot of people around here, especially in my neighborhood. Not a lot, not a lot of Orange Menace supporters. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. I live in a neighborhood with a bunch of hipsters and minorities and everything else. So they don't have their heads in their asses. And they know better. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, we got some sad news. But really, we kind of knew this was coming. Uh, Stan Lee, the creator of Marvel Comics, has officially retired from all public appearances and convention signings like Comic-Con and all the different conventions that they do around the country. Uh, he's officially retired from all of those, will no longer be doing public appearances. Thing is, the dude's 95. And I said this before when all this stuff was happening. It's like, just let the dude chill. He's 95. He's earned the right to just hang out, you know, enjoy the, the wealth he has, and just enjoy the rest of his life. Uh, so it is sad that he's retiring. It's good because the dude probably just needs to just chill out for a while. Uh, but at the same time, I'm pretty happy about it because I'm just I'm kind of tired of hearing about him. Not because I don't respect Stan Lee, but it's just we've had this whole back and forth. He's in a lawsuit and he he's losing it, and someone's someone took control of his Twitter, and it's like Jesus Christ! Like come on, I, like I'm getting sick of it. Uh, it makes me thankful that I have a child, and hopefully my child doesn't grow up to hate me. I'm sure she's not going to, but hopefully doesn't, and and hopefully I will just. Have people around to take care of me, you know? Have people around to take care of me. Uh, my wife will certainly outlive me as well, so I have that to look forward to. I will always have someone to take care of me, but I'm just, I'm sick of it. I feel bad for the guy, but I'm, just, I'm tired of it. I'm like, okay, someone stole your, get over it. Like, come on, you're 95. Like, you you have a mansion. Uh, like, even if even if you have a manager stealing something, you probably still have plenty of money. Even if your manager stole all your money, wait for one of those royalty checks from Disney. And it's going to keep you going for a while. Like, just... Go relax. Sit by a pool. You know, sip sip a martini. Sip some Ensure, whatever it is you do. I don't know. I don't know what you do at 95. I hope I'm drinking at 95 if I'm still alive. Actually, I, actually, I really don't think I still want to be alive at 95. Not because there's something wrong with being alive at 95, but I think by then I'll just be like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> like, especially if we if this country keeps moving in this direction. I'm going to be like, just just kill me. Take me out now. I, I don't, I don't want to deal with this. Oh, man. 
but we do still feel for him. I, I feel bad, but I'm just I'm I'm glad we can stop hearing about his Twitter being taken over and all this other stuff. And come on now, and then Kevin Smith. Let's let's help this guy. Jeez, Kevin, you got other things to do. Like I know you I know you worship the ground the guy walks on, but calm down. Ah, all right. Let's get into a little bit of sports. I got some sports this week. Ooh, are you guys excited? I got some sports. And in fact, right after sports, I'm gonna get into a new section that we're adding. To go tell to the wall podcast moving forward, and that would be the parenting section. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's talk about some sports. This weekend, for those of you that are baseball fans, even if you're not baseball fans, you might be interested in this. This weekend around the MLB Major League Baseball is what they call Players Weekend. Players Weekend. So all of the teams across Major League Baseball this weekend, probably starting on Friday, I imagine they're lumping in the three days because it, it tends to be you know three-game series over the weekend. Uh, I could be wrong on that. No one quote me, but I know it's this weekend, so Saturday and Sunday at the very least, but probably Friday as well. Uh, they're doing special edition jerseys. Now, all of the major pro sports do this to sell product, and I don't bring this up because I'm saying, go on, buy some jerseys and buy the new hats they're doing just for this weekend. No, 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 no. I bring it up because this is when the players get to have a little bit of fun. For Players Weekend, not only do they have special jerseys and hats for all the teams, but all of the players around the entirety of Major League Baseball get to pick a different name to put on the back of their jersey just for the weekend. A different name other than their last name. Now, I'm sure they could still do their last name if they want to, uh, but they do some nicknames. Uh, so, for example, I'm a huge Boston Red Sox fan. Uh, Dustin Pedroia is not playing this weekend because he's still hurt, but his nickname would be listed as Petey. P-E-D as in dog, E-Y, Petey, as he's called, Petey. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff out there, uh, and you can look up online. I'm not remembering a bunch of other ones offhand, but I will tell you, for those of you out there that are Sandlot fans, I know for a fact that there's at least one Squints out there, and I'm sure there's going to be a Smalls. I mean, like, if I didn't have a good nick, I'd be like, Smalls, that's just, you know, and there's going to be some other ones. Uh, as well. So check it out. If you're a baseball fan, definitely watch this weekend. It's just fun to see the different names. Even if you're only a casual baseball fan, this would be a, you can, you see some personality from the players. And I'm not saying we don't see personality at other times, but this is just an extra fun thing that they get to do. So I encourage you to check it out. Uh, Another thing I want to bring up, LeBron James in the news. He's been in the news like crazy. I don't even want to talk about what the Orange Menace was saying. I do want to give a good on you to LeBron James for opening that school in Cleveland. It's fantastic things he's doing for his community, really for all the young people in that community, and really what he's doing nationwide, worldwide. He's he's an, an incredible philanthropist in addition to being an incredible athlete, and I commend him for that. However, he was getting some flack, unnecessary flack, this week. He tweeted out some support uh, for Vogue, the Vogue magazine covers that just came out. And they did a series, I believe it was all for the same issue, uh, where they did a series with all African-American women on the covers. All for the same issues, but they had like multiple covers. They do this for magazines. And LeBron James actually posted on Instagram his support for the strong African-American women that are featured on the covers and had some great things to say about them. And especially in this day and age, we need to be lifting up anyone that's a minority, man, woman, child, because they're getting beat down daily by the Orange Menace. Why did I bring this up? It is a good on you again to LeBron James, but I bring this up because he got some backlash. He got some backlash. A bunch of white assholes decided to get on Instagram and give him a hard time. They assumed that because he's lifting up African-American women, that that means he dislikes white women. This is so typical of white culture. It is so typical. It's unbelievable. So typical. It's just like the black lives. Well, white lives matter too. All lives matter. Give me a fucking break. Get over yourself. Get over yourself. You've been fine your entire life through your white privilege. Just because an African-American athlete wants to lift up, lift up African-American women who are featured on the cover of Vogue. Doesn't mean he hates white women. What this is. It's white privilege and white insecurity tied up into one. Tied up into one. And I say, get over yourselves, white women. Not all white women. Get over yourselves, the white women that are freaking out about this and anyone who's freaking out about it. And good on you, LeBron, for sticking to your guns and standing your ground. Because we need people like this. Minorities, especially African Americans, are getting 
disparaged by the White House on a daily basis. And not just by the White House, but people in the South. Why have you seen a rise in KKK and Nazism and the alt-right? That's what's happening. So they need to be lifted up. In general, really anyone needs to be lifted up. Unless you've been living with white privilege your entire life like I have, you need to be lifted up. And we're going to support LeBron James. We're going to support anyone that was on these covers. We're going to support anyone that deserves it. Because that's common sense. Hashtag common sense. Oh, parenting. Ooh, we're going to keep this section in here. I want to bring up a couple things. Uh, so I was sick last week. Still sick, still getting, I'm, I mean, I'm better, but what happened, this, and this happens to me, when I was a kid, I constantly got ear, uh, ear infections. Uh, so whenever I get a head cold, which was, and I, I wasn't like sick in bed last week. I, we didn't do an episode because I was like sneezing and coughing like crazy and blowing my nose every five seconds. I think I went, I was going through like a box of tissue a day, you know, and it was just like, I can't sit in the studio and do it and subject everyone. No one's going to listen. There's no point. Uh, but I bring this up in the parenting section because what happened was my daughter got sick a few days before that, the weekend, bef- like before I got sick, she was sick and same thing, not horribly sick, but just, you know, runny nose st- and congestion and coughing and sneezing and everything else. And, uh, and she was miserable. And this, if, if you have kids, uh, you know that sometimes when kids get sick, they just, they just become miserable. Like they don't, they, they scream and yell and everything else. And that's what was going on with my daughter. Well, then of course, like two days after she gets sick and she's still a little sick, I get sick. And this is what happens. Sick kid. Sick parent. That's just kind of part of the game. Uh, my daughter's been sick twice, like not seriously sick, but she's had in, in her uh, 21 months, in two days, it'll be 21 months of life. In her 21 months of life, she's been sick twice, and I have also been sick twice. Those same sicknesses that she passed on to me. I can't wait till she goes to school in a few years. I'm just going to be sick every day, every day of my life. I'll be in here with like a respirator, like, ugh. She brought something home again. Oh, man. Oh, so stay safe out there, parents. Luckily, my wife didn't get sick. Uh, take your vitamins, all the things, the supplements, and, and do your best uh, best not to get sick. It's just, it's terrible. Uh, another thing I want to bring up. I actually posted this on social media, so if you if you follow my, my social media accounts, you probably saw this. Uh, last Friday, I'm at Vaughn's. This one's important to me. In fact, we're probably going to have to cut some stuff here. This one's important to me. Last Friday, I'm at Vaughn's, and uh, I'm a primary caretaker of my daughter. My wife works an office job, fantastic office job, but you know, not an, really not an administrative job, but she works a job where she has to go into an office and, and sits in meetings all day and, and works with designers and, and clients and everything else. So I am home all day with my daughter. You know, with the exception of the weekends, I you know tend to work weekends, nights, and everything else, and and do as much work as I can in between, and her napping and everything. So last Friday, I go to Vaughn's, picking up a couple things. Had had some friends coming over for dinner, picking up a couple things. Go to checkout, uh, and there's an older woman at the checkout. You know, checking me out. The checker. What do you what do you call, do you call them checkers? I don't even know. Uh, working the cashier, and she was very nice, and I think she meant really only meant well by this. But she looks up and she goes, "Oh, oh, you, you, uh, you out with, you out with Daddy today?" And she's looking at my daughter, and she's positioning it like it's a special treat. She's like, "Oh, that's awesome! You get to spend the day with Daddy." Took all of my strength not to look at her and say, "Yeah, we do this every goddamn day," because it's my daughter and I'm a parent. It got worse. She looks at my daughter and she says, oh, did daddy dress you today? And I said, yeah, yeah. She goes, oh, good job, daddy. Great job dressing her. I can't stand when stuff like that happens. You know why? Because just because I have a penis doesn't mean I'm not capable of taking care of my daughter. Doesn't mean I can't dress my daughter. In fact, I do it every freaking day, every day with the, I mean, the exception of the weekends, my, my wife is dressing on the weekends at times, you know, just depending, we're both home on the weekends. Most of the time I tend to be working a lot on the weekends. So, you know, she dressed every day, every day I'm dressing her every day. I'm taking her out to the store every day. I'm spending hours with 
my daughter. And she meant only meant well by it. And I don't mean to chastise the cashier. Cashier. It's like blanking on that. The, what do you call them? Checkers? No cashiers. Cashiers. She only meant well, and she didn't know any better. She thought she was being complimentary. But it's our generation and generations behind us, and if you can get the generation that's ahead of us to do it too, to break down that stigma. A parent is a parent, period. That's it. It doesn't matter what parts you have. It doesn't matter male or female should be capable of taking care of your child, period. And we need to work to break that stigma. I know Chris has my back on this one. Chris has two girls at home. He is very well aware of tying ponytails and braiding hair and, and all that kind of good stuff. doesn't matter. You're a parent. If you're a parent, be a parent. And the rest of you out there that aren't parents and don't know any better, either parent is capable of doing it. In fact, we live in a world now where there are same-sex couples with kids. Do you think do you think that cashier would have lost her mind if two men if two men were walking their daughter down the ca- like through the cashier line? Her head probably would have exploded. She wouldn't have known what to do. Come on. Let's do better. Let's do better as a society. We we just have to. All right, I'm going to try to rush through. I'm not, I don't want to rush. Running out of time here. We've only got 10 minutes or so left, uh, so let's get through some of this. I alluded to it earlier. Alex Jones, that fat son of a bitch, finally got kicked off of most platforms. Alex Jones and Infowar were removed from Apple. That's his podcast and everything else on iTunes, Facebook, and YouTube. This all kind of came down in the past few days, just all almost on the same day. And in fact, he was already moved from Spotify as well as some other platforms that were hosting his content. In fact, it gets better than this because I brought this up before when a bunch of white supremacists lost their website and what they were doing. Where did they all go? Where did they all go to host their content? Pornhub. Well, good on you, Pornhub, because even Pornhub kicked Alex Jones' nasty ass off of their platform. That's right. That son of a bitch has to go back to walking around public parks with a megaphone and telling people ridiculous conspiracy theories that are hurtful and hateful and completely untrue. Or does he? Well, maybe not, because one platform decided to let him stay on there, and that would be Twitter. Twitter was getting a lot of flack for this, and as they should, I gave him a little flack for it myself over the past couple of days. The CEO and came, the CEO, in fact, came out and defended that uh, Twitter letting him stay on there, saying that he hasn't broken any of the terms of agreement and is actually allowed to stay on there. Well, the fact of the matter is, and I'm not going to get into details on this because we are running out of time, he actually did break those terms and conditions and should be removed from Twitter based on his content. And here's the other ridiculous thing about all of this. Here's the hypocrisy that is Twitter. Hypocrisy. They won't kick off Alex Jones for the hateful things he does, for literally getting families harassed. Families of dead children harassed, making those families move to different states multiple times because of the lies and hate that he spews. But no, he can stay on Twitter. However, if you're some 20-something-year-old making a joke on Twitter and you change part of your Twitter name to Elon Musk or something similar, they're going to suspend your ass. This is the ridiculousness of wealthy privilege in this country. The ridiculousness of wealthy privilege. We don't kick off Alex Jones and Infowars. However, if you use Elon Musk's name because he's a rich son of a bitch that lives in this country, I know he's not technically American and white. He is technically an immigrant. He is an immigrant, not technically. However, this is wealth privilege. He talked to somebody. Was getting disparaged. Oh my God, people are using my name. They're making fun of me. Oh my God. Suspended. But Alex Jones' hateful ass? Yeah, no, he's good. Give me a break, Jack. Give me a fucking break, because I'm sick of it. We've definitely hit our F-bomb limit for the episode. And I'll tell you, there's one more coming. (laughs) That one's literally in, in the script. 
Oh, some more news. Uh, Facebook. Oh, good old Facebook. Continue ruining your platform because you're, you've been so great at it lately. As of today, they have shut down friend list feeds. Friend list feeds, if you're not familiar with this, this is where you could curate friend lists and you can go to a feed and you're only going to see posts from those friends. It's fantastic. You're actually getting content you want to see on Facebook, which is really rare. I haven't gotten new content on Facebook for like months. I get new content from like three people on Facebook. Everything else is just lost in their algorithm. And now all of those friend feeds are going to be completely lost in the algorithm because you can't even find them anymore. A little more tech news. New Samsung Galaxy Watch is coming out. It's going to be available August 24th, the same day Happy Time Murders comes out. Ooh. Get yourself a new Samsung watch. Go see Happy Time Murders. Do all the things. Tweet about it. Hashtag Happy Time Murders. However, uh, so a couple cool things, not cool things about this. The new Samsung Galaxy watch actually looks like a traditional watch. We're seeing more and more of this. Fossil has a traditional-looking smart watch, as does Citizen. One of the higher-end brands does. I believe it's Citizen. Don't quote me on that one. Uh, but again, one of the higher brands does. And now Samsung is getting into that game with this traditional-looking watch that's also a smart watch. However, it is still running Tizen, so it will not be for me because I prefer to run on the uh, Google Wear or Android, whatever they're calling it, Wear OS. I can, can't keep track of what the hell. They've changed the name like four times, uh, but I prefer to be on the Google OS. That is why I actually rock an LG smartwatch that I've had for years and things still fantastic. I don't even need to upgrade. Uh, but if you're in the market for one, just keep in mind that this is their own, Samsung's own OS, which is Tizen. They don't use that OS on their phones. I wonder why. Maybe because it's not great. Not to be talking smack on Tizen, but uh, but get yourself a Google Watch. If you're into the Tizen, hey, by all means, August 24th, pick up one of those watches as you're heading out to see Happy Nine Murders. Oh. All right, let's get into a little bit of common sense. We're going to run a little bit over this week, but that's okay because that's what happens when we miss an episode. In fact, i got to wet my whistle here a little and, you know, uh. Bloodshot Records Red Ale from Argus Brewing. Which is funny, and and Chris, you know this one offhand. Uh, Argus, am I confusing it with something? Isn't that like the the jail, or or like the it's it's like the superhero jail in the DC universe? I feel like it's Argus. It's something. I'm not I'm not super keen uh, on the DC universe, but I feel like I've heard this. I do watch uh, Legends of Tomorrow, and that's where I get it from, and some of the other stuff too. I can't keep track of all of it. Anyway, some common sense. San Antonio Aquarium actually had a theft recently. Yes, not the gift shop. No, no, no. Ark. No, it's not. There's another one. Arkham's from Batman, Chris, but there's another one. Ugh, I swear. Don't look it up. It's not that important. I'll look it. It's, yeah, it's not that important. I do know Arkham. Arkham Asylum, but there's another one uh, where they have... Uh, it, it's in Suicide Squad. Uh, the military guy from... Uh, the military... I knew what you are saying. The military guy in Suicide Squad, like, works there. Anyway, we'll we'll go back to that next episode. A little little cut back to it. Anyway, so a little theft at the San Antonio Aquarium, not at the gift shop. No, nobody's stealing gift shop items or cash from the gift shop or anything. No, in fact, an 18-inch horn shark was stolen, and it was taken out in a stroller. That's right. Three people rolled this out in a... Yes, it is Argus, right? But it stands for stuff. Yeah, in the DC Universe, Argus. Uh... Uh, these three people rolled this shark out in a baby stroller. Now, fortunately, and this happened during Shark Week. I wonder where they got the idea. Fortunately, police used uh, closed-circuit television footage, and they were able to get a license plate number, and they did recover the shark, who was actually, the shark was perfectly fine, perfectly healthy. Uh, apparently, the guy that had taken the shark knew what he was doing and was taking care of the shark, uh, but it did get returned to the aquarium. But common sense says, let's not take sharks from aquariums. Or the ocean for that. Just don't take sharks. Maybe from like a tropical fish store. I think you can buy smaller sharks for a fish tank, but whatever. Uh, this one. So, we have a gentleman. Kevin Swanson. Pastor Kevin Swanson. Pastor Kevin Swanson who runs a radical anti-LGBTQ radio show. He came out last week, uh, and he's actually apparently good friends with Ted Cruz. Do better, Texas. Got a guy down there named Beto. Do better. 
Come on. But apparently good friends with the ridiculous Ted Cruz out of Texas, who is just a waste of a human being. He came out and said, let me give you a little background. Right now, as we usually do end of summer and into fall, we're dealing with fire season in California. We're dealing with a couple of very, very, very large raging fires right now throughout the state. More than a couple, but a couple really, really large ones. He got on his radio show and said, God is burning down California as punishment for legitimizing homosexuality. God is punishing California. And God is setting wildfires to punish us for having compassion and common sense, according to Kevin Swanson. Pastor Kevin Swanson. You know what I have to say to you, Kevin Swanson? Fuck you. And you know why? Because I live in California. And I have compassion and common sense. You know why else? I've seen the devastation firsthand. My parents lost their house. Complete, total loss. To the ground. Ashes. I was digging stuff out of the ashes in 2003. In California. As my parents lost their house to a wildfire. So Kevin Swanson, if you're telling me God is punishing my parents, then I don't want anything to do with God. I don't want anything to do with you. And I don't want anything to do with anyone that has anything to do with God. If in fact God was punishing California. But common sense says God isn't punishing California. In fact, if you believe in the teachings of Jesus Christ himself, you would know that God would probably be punishing other states that don't have compassion that don't take care of people. Get your head out of your ass, Kevin Swanson. And I encourage anyone out there that has common sense, if you're a listener, whatever it is, berate this man, Pastor Kevin Swanson, because I am extremely insulted, extremely insulted by the fact that you would put that out there. And I take extreme offense to it. And the fact that you would trivialize that people are losing their homes as we speak. People are losing their homes. People are being evacuated. People are sitting in evacuation centers with their children, with nothing, because they had to run from a fire. You're telling me God is punishing? Like I said, if that's how God rolls, then God can stay the fuck away from me. But we know this is just how bigoted jagoffs roll. And they try to make things about themselves. And they try to persecute others. And that's what Kevin Swanson is doing right here. And we're all going to be better. And we're going to do better. Simple as that. We're all going to be better and we're going to do better. All right, one more thing. Heineken, who owns Lagunitas technically, will soon be launching a new, not beer, a new drink. This would be a cannabis-infused hoppy sparkling water. No alcohol whatsoever. It is infused with THC. It is sparkling water. It is basically marijuana. Not even marijuana beer. It's a marijuana drink. This will be launching soon from Lagunitas. In fact, they have pictures of the cans and everything. Uh, if, as long as I get the okay from Bridget, then maybe we'll use that for an episode. But I don't know. I mean, I have enough trouble when I'm drinking just like a regular beer. I don't know. That'd be We'd be off the rails so quick. Mm. So quick. So quick. Um, I had another story, but you know what? There was a dude in England that was arrested at a travel lodge in England because he was filling a bathtub with potatoes. That's right. Not mashed potatoes, thankfully, but just potatoes. And as the police came to check on the gentleman who was filling his bathtub with potatoes, they found him walking into his room wearing a T-shirt and a bra over his T-shirt. Not that there's anything wrong with wearing a bra if you're a man. I mean, do what you want. Wear what you want. I don't care. But it was over his t-shirt. And they go to find out he was high on like a bunch of different drugs. And when they asked him why he put potatoes in the bathtub, he said it felt like the right thing to do. I love potatoes myself. Never had the urge to fill a bathtub with potatoes. And I probably never will. But we're going to take enjoyment out of that and throw it into the common sense section. Because sometimes people just are not smart. And sometimes people take too many drugs and can't control themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pointing at people like, you know who you are. Actually... 
You probably do. Somebody out there, you know who you are. Can't control yourself. I'm just kidding. We've all been there. Not to the point where I was filling a bathtub with, with potatoes or wearing a bra over my shirt, uh, but we've all been there. Uh, I apologize. We had quite a few F-bombs um, tonight, but this, this Pastor Kevin Swanson thing, just it makes me so upset. It makes me so upset to the point where I'm like, you know what? F the rest of y'all. Let's just be our own country. Because times like like the political climate we live in right now, where I am so incredibly proud to be a Californian. I am so incredibly proud to live in this state, and I am so incredibly proud of the things that we support and the compassion that we have and the common sense that runs rampant throughout most of this state. Not everywhere. Oh, <laughs> not everywhere, but most of the state. Uh, so thank you for joining. I appreciate, I, again, apologies for missing last week. This, ha- uh, I was just, I'm sick. I didn't want to subject all of you to that. But as usual, we're right back at it. This has been episode 66 of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. Remember, follow us on the social platforms, facebook.com slash go tell to the wall or on Twitter at tell the wall pod and at magic muppet. Find our channel on YouTube. Click that subscribe button. Check out all of our awesome videos, all of the awesome interstitials that are going up there and the show clips. For those of you that don't like to go back and listen to the entirety of the podcast, you're going to get kind of the, the hot stuff is up on YouTube as well. And of course, SeanOrourkeLive.com, new content. Uh, there's plenty of content up there. There's new content coming soon. And don't forget to check out our Indiegogo campaign as well as our Patreon page. New perks going up on Patreon very, 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 very soon. So you want to get in on some of that. Uh, and again, if you are an Indiegogo supporter, perks are coming your way. Very shortly, as soon as I'm not sick, don't have a sick child, and, and can catch up on everything. The studio is, like, still a mess. I like every, You might be able to see, those of you that, that watch the live feed, usually, like, things are just all over the place right now. I've got a bunch of gear sitting behind me. We're just getting through it. Uh, so make sure you follow us on all those things. We will be back next week. Same wall place, same wall time. Uh, and, again, thank you all for joining. I am your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. As mentioned, this was episode 66 of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. And most importantly, wall fans, common censors, podcast consumers, social media world. Remember, no matter what you do, no matter where you go, no matter who you're with, and especially no matter why you're doing it, always, always use common sense.